Hello and welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. And this podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the everyday normal rhythms of life. And today on the podcast, we have our pastor of discipleship. Hello, everybody. Yes, Rob Spikester. We've got my pastoral assistant, Kevin Noor. Hey, guys. And we've got our deacon of Sacred City Youth, Alex Tate. How's it going, guys? And um, we're always asking for you guys to send us in questions for topics and such. And this week we got a question. Um, what is our position or what does the Bible say about tattoos? What does the Bible say about tattoos? Um, and if you just Google Bible and tattoos, you're probably going to see a verse in the book of Leviticus. Uh, it's Leviticus 19, 28. And it says this, you shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead or tattoo yourselves. I'm the Lord. Okay. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We'll uh, talk to you later. I hope this was helpful to you. There it is. The Bible talk. No. So, well, the Bible said it. Boom. Easy. Don't get a tattoo. He just said it. Don't get a tattoo, right? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Just said, don't get a tattoo. So, all right, guys, don't get a tattoo. Well, um, this brings up a more complicated issue than you probably uh, realize, And it is the complicated issue of dealing with the law and the relationship between the law in the Old Testament and the New Testament or the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. And uh, first thing we want to just clarify right away, we are not those uh, people that think, oh, yeah, that's just the Old Covenant. No big deal. We throw that out. You know, those who say that kind of thing, well, what about the Ten Commandments? Like, you, yeah. you, thou shalt not murder. Do we right. want to keep that one? Uh, right? Uh, so we don't just throw that out. And some people say, well, we, don't, we throw out everything in the Old Testament that's not recapitulated in the New Testament. Well, we, I disagree with that as well. Jesus said that not one dot or iota of the, of the Old Testament law would not be fulfilled, right? Yeah. And you can't throw it out. And so... Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commandments. What commandments? I mean, I think it's clear that he's talking about the Old Testament law. So the New Testament refers to a lot of Old Testament laws. And many people say, well, I'm not under law. I'm I'm under grace. Well, what do you mean by that? Uh, Are you still under the Ten Commandments? Are you, you know, yes, you're still under the Ten Commandments. So uh, we take a more traditional, um, reformed understanding of the law that the that in the Old Testament law, there is moral, there is civil, there is ceremonial aspects of the law, and Jesus lived a perfect life and fulfilled the moral law, but he did not <laughs> abrogate the moral law, or did he not he did not set aside the moral law, mm-hmm. and so the moral law still stands. Yeah. All the moral commands of the Old Testament are still true for us today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the civil understanding of the law, now that's up for, that's up for debate. I'm not going to talk about it today. Um, I've got some, un- uh, that's a little more detailed that I don't want to get into. But the ceremonial aspects of the law, what's the ceremonies? 
Rob, what, how would you describe the the ceremonial law? Yeah, the ceremonial law is is God is really pointing ultimately to the person of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice that was going to be made. So the ceremonial law was was given to God's people to help them understand who he is and what he was looking for in terms of of uh, you know making things right if you will between us and him and, and through the through the ceremonies so through the ceremonies boy they they learned all kinds of things about uh, who God is and and what he what he was demanding um, of his sacrifice and ultimately obviously you know we, we know from Hebrews that all of those that ceremonial law particularly when we think about the sacrifices that they never, that they were repeated over and over again as even instructional that they were not sufficient for what was needed to bring us and make us right with God. Obviously pointing towards the sacrifice, the person of Jesus Christ. And so of course when he goes, he goes and he fulfills that law, the ceremonial law, it is no longer necessary. It's no longer needed uh, to be pointing us toward Christ because Christ has come and has you know, fulfilled that. <clears throat> yeah, so I would say there's, there's two aspects of that ceremonial law that I'm thinking of right now. Okay. The, the first aspect is the distinct, he wanted his people to be a distinct people. Mm. Yep. And so they were to be separate and not do things the way the surrounding nations were doing, right? And so he had weird, he had, not, they're not, I mean, they're weird to us. We from weird. My, yeah, from our perspective. Washings sure. right. and cleansings and burning of incense and, uh, well, and, and all kinds of different things that, that, you know, they were to do differently. And then, then there's that aspect that was meant to, all of that was meant to depict that we are defiled and we are dirty and we need to be cleansed. Mm -hmm. And yet nothing but the blood, the shed blood can forgive us of our sins. And of course that was you know, goats and animals and, and lambs and such and bulls. And yet even in the Old Testament, it says that none of these things are actually going to cleanse you, yeah, right? Yeah. They're, the, the efficacy of those um, sacrifices was actually in the future, mm. Jesus Christ. So in one sense, all of that ritual was meant to prepare people to look upon the crucified son of God and mm. go, oh. This is it. This is. He, he's the one. He's the one. <laughs> And so in Hebrews tells us, so, so then mm. that he did it once for all. Yep. That was one sacrifice for all. And so the ceremonial law has been fulfilled yep. totally in Christ. Right. And so we, this is why we don't sacrifice animals. This is why we don't have to dress up in the, the garb of the priesthood and we don't have to have the, mm -hmm. you know, and Jesus showed us with the, the, the curtain was torn, separating the Holy of Holies. Like saying, literally, I'm done with this. Like ripping it up. Mm -hmm. Like he basically, he's ripping. I mean, that you know, that that curtain rips from the top down. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's God just literally taking the, this old ceremonial law and just ripping it from the top down right. and saying, "Nope, you only need Jesus now." So, so the question is then, in Leviticus 19:28, it what part of the law is yes, this? Yes, right. Is this the moral? Is this the civil? Or is this the ceremonial? Well, if it's moral, we have to obey it. If it's civil, it's going to be, there's going to be some detailed nuances that we have to work through, okay? If it's ceremonial, we don't have to obey it. Well, here is, it's written, this, Leviticus 19 is written in, in, in context of the surrounding Canaanites, mm -hmm. and he's showing them their distinctiveness from the Canaanites, okay? Here, I'm just going to read the, the verse right before it, okay? The verse right before it, verse 27 is this. 
you shall not round off the hair on your temples or mar the edges of your beard. Okay? So that Kev's got the longest beard here. I'm looking well, though. I'm looking to see who's got the longest no beard. <laughs> I'm the only beardless guy here. Yeah. But I'm noticing you guys have kind of tra- trimmed a little bit yeah, there. See, I'm getting a little concerned like, about you. There's a process to a rock. <laughs> yeah, well, are you breaking the moral law? Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Break it down for us. Okay. So those were practices that the Canaanites did, right? And those were practices a part of their religion and part of their culture. Again, remember, culture... Cornelius Van Til says, culture is religion externalized. Okay? So hmm. when God, so God is saying, I want you distinct from, from that religion, from that culture. And so don't cut your hair like they did. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Don't cut your hair like they did. And don't cut your body for the dead, which is a weird thing the Canaanites did. Mm. Um, and don't t- tattoo yourself. Now, first off, I do want to clarify this. This word tattoo there, um, it's, this is the only time it's used in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's a Hebrew word that literally means mark. So it just, it just means mark. Translators have said, well, I think this is probably referring to this Canaanite practice, so it's probably tattoo. So let's, let's put tattoo. So the word is not actually tattoo. The, the, word is, the word is mark. So already we're kind of like, are they really talking about what, when you're asking me, can you get a tattoo? Is the Bible really speaking to that? You know, this this religious thing that you're trying that 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 the culture is trying to do. I don't know that it is. Secondly, I think we can say because of the context of Leviticus 19 that this is the part of the ceremonial law that Christ has fulfilled. Yeah. Christ, Jesus doesn't tell us we can't have haircuts like the world, right. right? Or we can't dress like the world, other than immodest and with a lot of jewelry and things like that. And so I don't think Jesus cares how you shave, shave your beard. He doesn't give us, you know, you know how, how tight you need to be lined up. And so, and so just to, to argue from this verse that God is condemning tattoos and God never changes and so God still condemns tattoos, um, I, di- I would say that's probably a slippery slope. I don't, I don't think I agree with that. And secondly, there's at least two other places in the Bible that I can think of that talk about God marking himself or God marking his son. And one is when he said that I've, 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 I've written you on the palm of my hand. I'll never forget you. I've written you on the palm of my hand. Now we know God doesn't have hands. That's that, you know, What's that word that I'm looking for? Where he's anthropomorphic? Is that yes, the one you're going for? All right. Yeah, big words. Hey, Anthropo- Rob, you're coming through today. Yeah. Anthropomorphic. <laughs> that's it. So he's speaking like a man, so we can understand it, right? Yeah. And then the second one is in uh, Revelation. Is it 19? Yeah, Revelation 19, uh, verse 16, and it says this of the resurrected and returned Jesus: On his robe and on his thigh, he has a name written. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now I know some people have said, "Oh, look, Jesus has a tattoo," and you know you can kind of flippantly say that, and you could maybe interpret that. More than likely, we don't know if that. Where's that name written? Is it on his thigh or is it on the thigh of his robe? Right? Like, is it on his robe? Is it on his thigh? I, I don't really know, but we know that it could be a marking. If it is on its thigh, it's a marking, but it's not a tattoo. Hmm. I doubt. There's angels in heaven right now with, with the tattoo gun, 
you know, <laughs> you know, tattooing people, right? You don't, you don't need that in your, in your uh, glorified body. So the question is, is, is not, I think we have biblical principles here, but I don't think the, the question is, you know, specifically answered in scripture as far as it's not condemned. Okay. It's not condemned. And if it's not condemned, then we need to use biblical charity and biblical wisdom when it comes to answering the question, can, should Christians get tattoos? And the first thing we should say is, Hey, um, whatever conclusion we come to, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So if you're already tatted up and the conclusion is we shouldn't do it, then, uh, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus and come to him just as you are and, and don't, don't worry about it. Don't, don't, don't be ashamed of that. Right. But then, so then we should come at it with, from the, from the position of biblical wisdom. Um, we, the Bible condemns worldliness. And so we should say, am I doing this? Do I want this tattoo just to be cool, just to fit in in a worldly sense? Uh, but then again, we have to ask that same question when it comes to hairstyles and it comes to clothes and it comes to all those things. Am I, am I being worldly? I don't think it's a sin to be cool. So I don't think it's a sin to necessarily be in fashion, right? Um, is it wise for me to do this at the time? Here's the thing. Tattoos are expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tattoos are very expensive. And most, and most of the time it's young people who can't afford <laughs> to fix their car and put new tires on their car that are spending a thousand dollars on sleeves on their arms. So I would say that's that's not that is a failure of biz, biblical wisdom. Yeah. Right? It's short term. You're not thinking long term. You're not you're not um, being wise with your finances. Third category I would say with with biblical wisdom would be what are you putting on your body? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, many people put their idols on their body. Yeah. Right? Break that down. Chicago Bears, right here. Oh, okay. We'll put it on. I'm gonna get me an Alabama Crimson Tide tattoo on my <laughs> forehead. Right? No, but like what you know, you you see what people are into, right? Like it's it's their way of projecting their identity. Yeah. So they they say by their tattoos, this is who I am, or this is who I want to be. So you got guys with Satanist stuff all over their arm, you got guys with Harley stuff all over their arms, mm-hmm. you got, you know. Girls with whatever. I mean, you know, so it's a way of projecting your identity in, in, in some ways. And the, and John tells us to flee, little children, flee all idols. Like, so mm-hmm. you shouldn't be putting your idols uh, on your body. Um, <clears throat> and so I think those are some things that come to my, off the top of my, my, my head that, that should um, caution people. Young people, especially from from getting tattoos um, too early, you you put that thing on there and you think it's really cool, and ten years later, you're you know you're you're really regretting it. I just saw I don't know the guy's name now, but he's one of the guys from Saturday Night Live, and he has like sleeves all down his body and neck or neck tattoos, yep, yep. and he's getting all of them removed because he wants to be an actor. And he had to go through like six hours of makeup to do a movie because they had to cover everything. Mm. And so you just think about that. If you're wanting to be, overall, I know tattoos are generally way more accepted now mm-hmm. than they used to be, but still, you're not seeing politicians with neck tattoos. Mm. You're not seeing uh, school superintendents with neck tattoos. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not seeing 
school super, you're very rarely seeing teachers with arm tattoos, you know, mm. teachers that are, are, are tattoos that can be exposed. Exposed, yeah. So keep that in mind. If you don't know what you're going to do um, with your life, you know, because they are still in our society, though widely, way more accepted, they're still kind of looked down upon. You know, and, and people are going to ask you if you're a Christian. They're going to they're going to say, "Oh, you're a Christian. Can you do that?" You know, and so they might they might judge you for for that. Um, so I would say, and you guys jump in and see what you say. Here's my here's what my thought is. My thought is, a Christian should use biblical wisdom and be very slow to do that. And if they do get a tattoo, that it should be something that has eternal significance for me, like uh, something biblical is what I'm, what I'm, is what I'm saying, you know, something that I think they're not going to regret. Right. And it should be something affordable (laughs) for them. (laughs) And it should be something that is in line with their, what they feel like they want to do with their future. Mm -hmm. Right. Those are, that's kind of my, my, my conclusions though. My my answer. What, what, any pushback? Any thoughts? What are you guys? What are you guys thinking? Yeah, yeah my uh, my uh, both my sons got tattoos, uh, unbeknownst to his, uh, their uh, mother and myself. And of course, it was my <laughs> younger daughter who made sure that we found out. Yeah, <laughs> we found out. But I, I would say I was pleased with my. Um, uh, both of them were very thoughtful, and both of them were places where uh, you, you, they cover up pretty easily um, uh, with just a shirt. Um, one's on a shoulder, and then one's on a on a you know. I think the back, um, but the one, my one son, and I'm trying to find it right now. It was in, it was in Job. It was actually a, a passage out of Job. It was just the one. I can't find it exactly where Jesus, where God says this. But he says, "Where were you when?" I can't remember exactly, uh, but it's this idea I that formed the, yeah. the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a sense of getting perspective, you know. And he put that on his uh, on his on his shoulder on the back, and uh, just to kind of give him a, a perspective, like yep. you know, who am I? You know, you, God, you were there before I ever yeah. existed kind of a filter. So, I was, you know, if, if, if I wasn't real excited about it, but hey, that's okay. You well, know, that's... I'll just, full disclosure here, uh, <laughs> any, anybody that's worked out with me or anybody that's been at the pool with me knows. So I, um, when I was 18, I think, no, no, I was 20, my brother, my brother, younger brother got a tattoo before I did. And then we went to... we. He was like, yeah, let, you know, let's go do this or whatever. And I had become a Christian. I was a Christian. And so I, I got a, a small tattoo on the, on the basically the top of my back of the Trinity. And it was just, just a, the sign of the Trinity, Father, Son, yeah. Holy Spirit. And, and I thought that was, that's probably all I was going to do. But then a few years later, I went through a really traumatic experience in my life. And I had started a construction company. And I was at this moment in my life where it was one of those decisive moments where what was I going to do? Was I going to continue um, in in the business, or was I going to go into ministry? And I, I it was this moment where I felt like God had called me into ministry, mm-hmm. and and so I went and I'll, I had this you know probably baseball sized, pretty thin tattoo on my back, and that was it. And I went and got a full chest piece tattoo, very expensive. Probably it was a dumb idea financially at the time. They began it and then I couldn't stop. It hurt like the devil. It was awful. I would never do it again. Never, ever do it again. It hurt so bad. And my tattoo on my chest was 
um, two angels holding a banner that says sacred. And then a, if you know the, the ancient artistic design of a, of a sacred heart. Of, so it's a heart that's on fire. And the idea is sacred means devoted to God. My heart is on fire for God and it's devoted to God. And that was for me the moment where I said, I'm, I'm going to go into ministry and not going to wow. go into business. And, and like, wow. there's no turning back. Yeah. <laughs> like for the rest of my life, people who've had my shirt off, people are going to be like, what's that about? Right. Yeah. And I didn't want to be a hypocrite. I said, well, you know, I went back to business because I didn't really want to go. No, I, it was, for me, it was like an all in moment. Yeah. And again, I was probably 22 or 23 or something when I did it. I'm, I mean, I, I don't regret it. I don't regret having it at all. But if I was going back, I wouldn't do it. Like if I knew now I would, and I'm going back, I, I wouldn't do it. I don't, at the moment, maybe I think I needed something that drastic to say I'm all in. Mm -hmm. Because I, in the moment, it was like, you can be wealthy or you can be poor. That yeah. was literally the decision was that, that I was making in yeah. that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, I'm going to be poor, but I'm going to be on fire for Jesus. So let's go. That's good. That's <laughs> wow. good. And, and so I had to make that decision. And, and I think uh, even for me, I mean, I have multiple tattoos. And, uh, you know, I would agree with everything you said, but I, I would just always also add like... Uh, if you are going to get a tattoo, maybe bring it up to your community because, of course, they're super expensive and kind of see where your heart's at in that. But then also, like, sit in, sit in that um, for a good year or two. Is this what you really want to, like, put on your body for the rest of your life? Mm -hmm. Because that's a, a, the process that I that I have taken. And there's some tattoos I, I set on about six months in. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't get this stupid <laughs> tattoo. <Yeah. laughs> so um, I would just add that on. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I tell people at a minimum wait a month. Like tell your friends, tell the people that care about you and at minimum wait a month. Um, and, and it, oh, this, let's get really practical too. And I would say, if you do that, go to the best tattoo parlor in town. Yeah. Don't let your brother, literally Amanda's sister, I love her. Oh, no. Amanda's sister is an amazing artist and she just bought a tattoo gun and her, her brothers just let her practice on them. Oh. I'm like, and I was like, buddy, what were you thinking? You know, and she didn't How's do it. going to get good? She didn't, yeah, no, she didn't do it. She didn't do a terrible job. She didn't do a terrible job. But free tattoos, reject free tattoos. <laughs> Pay the best guy in town. And preferably, this is what I would say, preferably go find a Christian. Find a Christian. I know there's a guy in town. I think it's Why Not Inc. He's a, he's a Christian and he's really good in the mall. But, and this is why I say that. Tattoo. When I went and got my tattoo, my tattoo, I felt like I was walking into some kind of shady, demonic institution. Yeah, you know, sure. And that should give people pause. Now it's changed a lot since then. People have gotten more professional, and they've, you know. But yeah. I would, I would say, one, you don't want to, you don't want to sin against God when you're in a tattoo parlor, right? And and there's some tattoo parlors. There's plenty to do there. Yeah, there's you plenty, plenty, plenty of stuff, sin. you know. Yeah. Uh, so I would say be, be careful with that. Go to somebody who's reputable. You don't want the no regrets tattoo, <laughs> right? The All guy right. that misspells regrets, right? You don't want that tattoo. So you want it spelled correctly. You want it done well. You want clean lines. You know, uh, if you're doing something because you want to represent your faith, well, bad art is bad art yeah. and God does not enjoy bad art, right? He, he enjoys good art. And so make it, uh, make it a good one. 
right? And so I think you should sit on it for a while, get multiple designs, visit a couple different tattoo parlors, talk to some people, and um, be really wise with um, what you're putting on your body, where you're putting it on your body, right? And when, and when you're doing it. You know, the timing, timing matters, right? Any other thoughts? Kevin, any, what, any thoughts from you, buddy? I have so much to add to this conversation, <laughs> you know. No. Um, so when did you decide to get that face tat? That's what I want. <laughs> the big spider on this side? Mike Tyson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I did tell the, the some folks yesterday that asked me this. You know, there are certain tattoos that, like, do have cultural meaning that you should avoid. Like, I was yeah. like, you know, that teardrop tattoo on the face, that means something. You know, that means yeah. you did time and I possibly even killed somebody in prison. So it's like those tattoos, you know, mm-hmm. it is interesting now how face tattoos, like all these rappers and not just rappers, but all kinds of singers yeah. are coming out with all these style, I guess. face tattoos. It's crazy, man. Yeah. That's a hard one to, to uh, cover up yeah. <laughs> if you need to. People are getting their lips tattooed, their eyebrows. It's, oh my. it's wild. So yeah, well, eyebrows. So yeah, eyebrows I, again. Yeah, yeah. Just get I get that. I, mean, I understand that. That's yeah. more like a cosmetic thing. But to get words tattooed on your face yeah. or stars or whatever it is, you know, like that's there forever. Yeah. You'll be explaining to your grandkids, Grandma, what is that on your face? Right. right? Maybe. So, okay. So hopefully we answered this question for you. The Bible, the one place it does condemn tattoos. There's a lot of nuance there that needs to be explained. Ceremonial law that I don't think applies to us anymore. And even the word there is mark. And it's, it's not really a, it's not really talking about a tattoo. Okay. So then that, that means that it comes under the biblical category of wisdom and you have to use like literally think through all the Proverbs when you, when you're, when you're thinking about uh, getting a tattoo. And if you're under the age of 18, one of those Proverbs should be, obey your father and mother, so it will go well <laughs> yes. for you. So if mom says no, then it's no. And my son tell, told me, he's, he's lifting at the, at the high school now, and uh, 15-year-old kids, 13, 14-year-old kids, hmm. freshmen in high school that have tattoos hmm. all up down the road. He said one kid had a whole sleeve. And he's looking at me, I'm like, hey, son, sorry. <laughs> uh-uh, it ain't <laughs> happening. Happen. I guess if mom will take you in, if, then, then you can get it. But, man, yep, times, they are changing, folks. So, okay, hopefully that brought some clarity to you. If you've got any questions, any pushback, uh, go ahead and you can email me at justindean at sacredcitychurch.com. Hopefully it's been good for you. God bless you. We love you. You know, tattooing people.